Hey, it's not quite the DeLorean, but we're going back in time with a new podcast feed full of all my favorite interviews in the history of the Bill Simmons podcast. We're coming up on seven years now. I've had an unbelievable collection of athletes, celebrities, showrunners, directors, Matt Damon, Denzel Washington, Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, Shirley Theron, Tom Hanks, Bill Burr, Kevin Durant, Peyton Manning, The Undertaker, Eddie Vedder, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he actually came on. Dave Grohl, Quavo, Barack Obama. I mean, what else can I tell you? I've had Al Pacino with Barry Levinson. I've had people like Steph Curry, Jason Bateman, John C. Riley, Jonah Hill. I could just, I could keep going and going. But wait, there's more. Whether it's your first time or you're planning on revisiting some of your favorites, make sure you head to BillSimmonsInterviews.TheRinger.com for the entire archive. You can sort by genre, year, and more to easily navigate all your favorite people. Follow the Bill Simmons podcast, The Interviews, on Spotify now. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Oh, baby, I feel like I need a stiff drink after that one. My goodness, what a way to wrap up the 2022 regular season Subway Series. Welcome into New York, New York, Spotify Live, wherever you may be listening. J.J. Jodzieszczemski, and my goodness, whoo, whoo, that night that it took a few years off my life. Between watching Clark Schmidt miss every opportunity to put a guy away 0-2, and I, for one, had no issue with Clark Schmidt getting the opportunity to get that ninth inning. Now, I would have yanked him for Nimmo. I understand why Boone didn't yank him for Nimmo because he knew Marte was coming up and he didn't want Marte against the lefty. That would scare you there. I get that. Marte had an unbelievable at bat. The Yankee analytics defensively were absolutely brutal on that Nimmo play. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were doing. But credit, big balls, Wandy Peralta, who has been taking a lot of heat from Yankee fans. The game in Boston got walked off against Marte earlier this year at City Field. Against Lindor, who's had a lot of big hits for the Mets, he came in and made some monster pitches, gets the fly out in center field, 
And that's a really good couple of days for the New York Yankees. The Yankees needed a pick-me-up. They got to pick me up in this series. Now, did the Mets play their best baseball? No, they didn't. They left a zillion runners on base today. They had every opportunity to bury Frankie Montas in the first two innings of this game, and they didn't do it. They ground in the double plays. Montez is making big pitches. Alonso popping up 3-1 with a golden opportunity to blow it open. So, like, the Mets had chances. Yes. The Met defense, which has been a strength. I don't know what Alonso is doing on that Trevino ball. Hey, sometimes it's not your week. Sometimes it's not your week. Ends up getting booted, sets the stage for Benintendi. And I got to credit the great Chris Farina, who I work with at SNY, because Saturday, I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am walking off the golf course and I get a text from my producer here at SNY, Chris Farina, who says, JJ, when is your boy Benintendi going to get a big hit? Well, if you look now, Sunday, game-winning home run. Yesterday, a couple of monstrous hits against Max Scherzer. And today, Benintendi gives you the go-ahead hit when the Yankees needed a big hit. Remember, Yankees are up in this game. They should have scored more than two runs. LeMay grounds in a double play. ICAF doesn't do the job. And you thought that misplay by Gleyber Torres, I don't know what he was doing when Alonso fell down, not throwing the ball home, trying to get Jeff McNeil at second base. I mean, just inexcusable baseball IQ. Thought it was going to come back and screw the New York Yankees. Didn't happen. Benintendi bailed them out. Aaron Judge played like an MVP in these two games. Homering against Scherzer. Homering again tonight. I don't hear anybody complaining about Williamsport tonight. I don't think I'm going to hear that. I think that ball would have been gone just about anywhere. I think it would have been out of Yellowstone. Just, just saying. Halfway up the left field bleachers, for goodness sakes. Judge showed up in this series. The mid-offense did not. This series, it's interesting. It felt like it meant a lot more to the Yankees because the Yankees have been playing so poorly and that the Yankees desperately needed a pick-me-up. But you look for the Mets, the problem they are keep running into is the fact that the Atlanta Braves don't lose. So the Mets, as well as they've played, as good as you feel about them, as good as they've looked, they're two games up, for goodness sakes. Yes, soft schedule in the month of September. We're aware of that. But the Braves are not going anywhere. And this was not a good series for the Mets. No other way around it. You want to tell me they were out of gas? You want to tell me they were spent from doubleheader? Hey, I don't want to hear it. The Yankees hadn't won a game in forever, and now they've won three in a row. Yankees needed this going out to the West Coast when they will welcome back John Carlos Stanton. A couple of big heroes for the Yankees tonight. One, Benintendi. Two, Clark Schmidt, who was absolutely masterful. And I thought in the eighth inning, when he gets into trouble and a couple of runners on base and Vogel backs up, I'm like, oh, my goodness. What is going on here? What is happening? Because it was a situation where I'm like, oh, my God, lefty against Schmidt. This is going to be a disaster. Buckle down. Made an unbelievable pitch to get a double play. And the fact that Vogelback can't run. I thought McNeil was going to kill him. I'm telling you, McNeil in big spots from going against the Mets, folks, he scares the crap out of me. Scares the crap out of me. He is such a professional hitter. You even saw the Mets. Bad night for them. Bad night yesterday against Ramon. They grind out so many at-bats. They grind out so many damn at-bats. That Marte at-bat, ninth inning, really good stuff. But 
The Empire Strikes Back. A little extra glimmer in my eye. A little extra pep in my step. That's right. I was at City Field a month ago. I had to deal with it. Stefan and I could tell you I'm walking out of the building. I'm dealing with all these Mets fans. Give me a little bit of a hard time. Playfully. Good spirited, of course. Enjoyable. Well, I enjoyed the last two days. And that's why I don't sugarcoat it. These games do mean a lot. The idea that they don't it is just nonsense. Especially with both teams being in first place. You walk around town. Now when I go get my coffee in the morning, when I got my strut, my AirPods are in, I'm going to be in a good mood with the Yankees taking out the Mets. I'm going to be on SNY in about 35 minutes. Big smile on my face. Throw it to that A block, baby! Throw it to that Benintendi highlight! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, calls right out of the gate. Let's lead it off with uh, Richard, who gets us going. Richard, how we doing? Hey, JJ, how's it going? Big- Richard, we're doing great. Big win indeed. Two couple of big days for the Yankees. Started Sunday with the Benintendi hit, but they have been rocking finally. Long overdue, long overdue, long overdue. Two things. First of all, um, with the people saying that Judge's homer yesterday was a cheapo, it was out in 30 or 30 ballpark. Yeah, and it's against one of the best pitchers in all baseball. I don't want to hear it. Anybody who's going to make that argument could go and stick it with a sun done, Sean Richard. Please, don't want to hear it. Okay, and another point. I don't like Boone moving around Judge. You go with what works. He's been hitting out of that two-hole all year round bowling. Even though he played well, it's nothing to do with that. I feel more comfortable with him in the two-hole after the Leo fitter. See, you know what, Richard? I don't have a problem with the Yankees moving around the lineup. They hadn't been scoring runs. They're trying to figure out something that works. And, you know, for what it's worth, let's keep Andrew Benintendi in the leadoff spot against right-handed pitching. I mean, I think Andrew Benintendi has done a nice little job in the leadoff spot over the last couple of games. Maybe keep doing that until it doesn't work anymore. He hit in the five-hole the other day. I like him there, especially when Stanton gets back. He's a good, good hitter with runners in scoring position. Richard, I don't disagree with that. Against righties, you may look at a Yankee lineup that featured Benintendi leading off, Judge in the two spot, Rizzo in the three spot, Stanton four, LeMayu five. I'll roll with that one through five, bro. I feel good about that one through five. The umpire tonight was an atrocity. Yeah, listen, for both sides. Now, listen, it was for both sides. There was It was a very, very, very tight strike zone. Alfonso Marquez. It was a hitter-friendly strike zone. Not a great strike zone, but a hitter-friendly strike zone nonetheless. David, up next, he joins us. David, four is yours. What's shaking, baby? JJ, you are pumped up. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm into it tonight. I'm not going to lie. Listen, I was into it tonight. I was into it last night. The Mets are a hell of a team. The Mets are a first-place team. I've been down on the Yankees the last couple of weeks. I needed this. This put me in good spirits, bro. You've been, you've been down on the Yankees. I left you a voicemail how I threw this team in the garbage. I was giving up on them. I mean, my words, happily. But what a gutsy performance tonight by Montez. He did not have his best stuff, and he got it through it. You know what? Let's give Montez credit. I know some people are going to get on him for giving up the game-tying hit. That's fine. Some people are going to look at his first and his second inning and say the Mets should have scored a bunch of runs. Well, guess what? They didn't. He made pitches when he needed to. Impressive. All in all, that was an impressive step in the right direction for him. That's exactly what it was. Step in the right direction. Exactly. And Benintendi coming around. I just, Donaldson, I don't know what they're going to do with Donaldson. Yeah, Donaldson. Let let me tell you something. Two guys that you have absolutely no confidence in from a Yankee standpoint. Donaldson and Torres for different reasons. Totally different reasons. It's a lot of baseball IQ with Torres. And Donaldson just has not hit at all. He has not hit at all. Hard to explain. Thought he'd be so much better than this. 
Let's head to Kenny in Staten Island, who joins us next. The great Kenny. What's up, baby? What's going on, JJ? Tell you, man, as you know, as a Mets fan, I'm pissed. All right? You know why I'm pissed? Why the hell are they saving the ground for the fucking Rockies? See, you know what, Kenny? I understand that from a Mets standpoint. You got to be thinking bigger picture, though. You know what I mean? It, no, see, I get, I get the point. You're playing the Yankees. You want to stick it to the Yankees. These games are big. Yes, but what's more important for you is Jacob DeGrom long-term. And if they could give DeGrom an extra day or two, Kenny, that's not the dumbest idea in the world. No, but you know what? He's already pitched four times. You, you, you watch this pitch count. They really haven't gone over 75 pitches. You know, and the other thing I'm pissed off about tonight is I think Show Walter, why'd he take Lugo out of the game? Yeah, Rodriguez in the seventh inning I thought was a mistake. Now, in fairness, Kenny, Kenny, in fairness, if Alonzo does what he's supposed to do, we might be talking about a different inning. I understand that, but he did give up the leadoff single, and he did give up a hit after Alonzo misplayed the Gave up a hit to a lefty. That's fair. Listen, I don't disagree. I thought it was the wrong move at the time. I'm glad that you brought it up, Kenny, because we're in agreement there. But that inning looks drastically different if Alonzo does what he's supposed to do defensively. But I thought he if, you know what? If you're going to take Lugo out, you, you got you got to put out Avino, who's been the better pitcher, and, and going against right-handed batters. Adovino's been decent for the Mets. I thought it was a bit. I just think Buck all around. And the other thing, Vogelback, yeah, he's going to give you the long ball, but you can't, you can't play a guy that's that can't run. You can't. This is the major leagues. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah, and it was problematic, Kenny, watching him on that double play. You know, there's absolutely, positively no chance that he's going to get anywhere close to being at first base. Now, when he hits home runs like he did le- yesterday, you'll live with that. But you know, late in games, Kenny, at the end of these games, Vogelback is not going to be in the game. The minute he gets to first base, he's coming out in the seventh or the eighth inning. Has to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and, I, and, I, and I think uh, down the road, if the Mets got a 2-1 lead late innings, I think they're going to pull Alonzo for defense. But that's what Dominic Smith was here for, and I don't want to see him on this. Yeah, and there, here, you know, Kenny, that's something that you might have seen a year or two ago. You're not going to see that now. You're not going to see that now. With Alonzo. Alonzo's been fine at first base. He's not Rizzo defensively. He's not Keith to Donnie defensively. He's good enough. He's good enough. That's the play he should have made today. And don't lose sight of that Cabrera at bat to start off the seventh inning. You know, I didn't mention that. That was a big time at bat. And as Waldo Cabrera, although the, the stats are not eye-popping, it's better than Aaron Hicks, and it's better than Marlon Gonzalez. Am I right or am I wrong? Motis is up next. Motis, take it away, baby. Hey, JJ, what's going on? What's shaking, kid? Just really quickly, I mean, the biggest win for the Yankees this week was getting to surgery. I mean, them getting to surgery this, especially yesterday, for me, that was the biggest. Them, you know, they've always struggled in the playoffs with, you know, big pitchers. And them being able to get to the to surgery like that, that was great to see. 1,000%, Motis. I said it yesterday. I thought last night was one of the biggest wins of the season. I thought Sunday was also monstrous against the Blue Jays, finding a way to win that game. Um, and yeah, beating Scherzer. Listen, Scherzer still gave the Mets a legitimate chance to go and win the ball game, which you respect. But the fact that the Yankees got a run in the first inning, the fact that Benintendi added on the seventh, the fact that Judge got to him, that's, that's the sort of game, Motis. if this team is going to win in October, if they're going to finally get back to the World Series, You've got to be pitchers like that. For sure, for sure. And a couple more things. Benintendi, I mean, you talked about it the whole season before we even traded for him. Perfect player for the Yankees. Perfect. Bingo. And you know, Motis, 
you're finally seeing the guy that we thought the Yankees were getting. Got off to a rough start. Maybe it's the idea of changing cities, getting into a situation where you're playing in a pressurized environment. But now Ben Benintendi is playing like the guy I thought he would be. He's putting the ball in play. He's giving you good at bats. He's hitting good pitching. And can you imagine that there were some morons out there who actually thought they'd be better off keeping Joey Gallo on this team? Let that sink in for a minute. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cannot think. I mean, and also lastly, Schmidt, like we got to let this kid fly now. It's time to let the kid fly. Amen. Amen, Motis. And listen, he saved the Yankees bacon the way he pitched in this game. To the point where I couldn't even kill Boone in the ninth inning. Even though I wanted to see Wandy Fenimel, I couldn't kill him. And it's telling, right, about Chapman. The fact that Chapman does not get in the ninth inning in either one of these games, that tells you all you need to know about him. All you need to know. Let's head to uh, Big Don, who joins us. Don, what's up, baby? What's going on, JJ? How you living, brother? Donnie, we're living great. What's up, dude? Yeah, man, uh, this would be fun to see again in late October, don't you think? Uh, sign me up right now, bro. Sign me up right now. It would be aggravating. It would be high-stakes theater, but sign me up, sir. Yes, sir. Dude, I love it, man. The anxiety on every pitch, that ninth inning, you're biting your nails. You're thinking, oh, we needed one more strike, three different arrangements, and then it, it was just fun, man. It's fun to win, obviously, but uh, all four games, really, you know, were just nail-biter games. I, I'd love to see this happen again. Quality baseball. Listen, it's good to see from a Yankee perspective the Yankees get back to playing a good brand of baseball. Outside of the Torres play and outside of the Gonzalez-Cabrera uh, collision yesterday, the Yankees got big hits in big situations. They made big pitches when they needed to. They got quality starting pitching. A lot to like from a Yankee perspective. And listen, not a great couple of days for the Mets, nor the way around it. From not scoring the last two days, uh, going to Rodriguez in the seventh inning, and they had a lot of chances in this game, Don. They had chances early. They had chances late. Couldn't seal the deal. I just had two quick things. You kind of stole my thunder a second ago, but I was thinking the same thing you just mentioned about Chapman. I'm like, I, I actually had to check if he was on the DL, but I didn't hear about it or something. Like, like he was injured. I was surprised that he didn't even get a shot in either one of these games in a moment. Obviously, he's a complete wild card. You never know if he's going to have it. But we also know that you can usually tell within like his first batter whether he has it or not, you know. So there was a, a couple of situations there where I thought you could bring in Chapman if he could actually throw some strikes. That's exactly what you need, you know, in that moment. So he really is in the doghouse right now. It's pretty obvious. Don, I don't trust Chapman. And I think most Yankee fans, I'm at the game last night. They are dreading the idea of seeing a role this Chapman come in with the game on the line. That's why the Yankees got to get Holmes back. And they got to get Holmes close to being the guy he was earlier in the year. But for the next couple of weeks, figuring out the cue in the bullpen, it's going to be an adventure day in and day out. The Coney Island Cobra graces us with his presence. Hello, sir. We are back, baby. Fuck the match, baby. We shoved it up out of Vino's park so fast tonight. Fuck Alonzo. Fuck those fruits. We're coming from, baby. And I'm telling you, things back on the train's back on the rails. That's all I'm going to say. It's back on the rails. Again, I'm not a fan of Boone, but you know what? I take nothing away from him. Herman last night pitched well. Dude, I'm fucking psyched. I'm ready to go. Come on, baby. Hey, listen, Cobra, let's be real. The Yankees need a good couple of days here. 
That's exactly what they got. They needed a good couple of days. And Benintendi really got them jump-started on Sunday. They got two well-pitched games. They got unlikely contributions out of guys out of the bullpen. Need a lot more of this, Cobra. Listen, you got to hope with this team that they hit rock bottom over the weekend against the Blue Jays, that they're coming out of it, that they're going to go and play great on the West Coast. They'll be tuned up in September, ready to go. And let's see if this team has what it takes to do something that they have not done with this group in this era, get to a World Series. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I think Paul O'Neill being in the ballpark Sunday, I think, you know, he brought something with them. Marinaccio, I really love that kid. That kid, that kid's pitching great. Schmidt and Ben Attendee, of course. He's the type of hitter we've missed, basically. That's the type of guy you go, wow. So, uh, again, I'm not, look, Boone, Boone's a little sniveling bitch. We all know that. But just, just manage the fucking thing and we'll be all right. I mean, it doesn't, look, Dave Roberts has a World Series. Ned Yost has a World Series. Great point, Cobra. Cobra, that's a great point. Now, listen. Would you feel better about bucking your dugout? Yes. Would you feel better about coring your dugout? Yes. But that, to me, it's an excellent point. It's a silver lining for Yankee fans who, who have doubts about this manager, like myself. I have doubts about Aaron Boone in big games. But guess what? If you watch the Dodgers day in and day out, excellent point, excellent call. The Dodgers, Dave Roberts is not a great in-game manager. They won a World Series. They've been to a couple. If your talent is good enough, they overcome. I don't know if the Yankees' talent is good enough to overcome, but get there. Get there and see if you can slay the beast. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's head to Matthew, who's up next. Hello, sir. Hey, what's going on, JJ? Maddie, what's happening, baby? I'm feeling good. Now, this team over the last few days, they finally got that feeling that they had earlier in the year. Because earlier in the year, they weren't bludgeoning teams and nothing. It wasn't that type of team. It was good pitching. It was timely hitting. It was smart base running, good defense. So I know you got a lot of calls. I want to say three quick things that I think is what's turned it around. One is that Ben Benintendi's batting leadoff. The lineup feels totally different with him leadoff. Don't you agree? Totally agree. And it's something against right-handed pitching that needs to continue. Keep Ben Benintendi in the leadoff spot. I personally like Judge third. I like LeMahieu batting second. I've always been a proponent of having your best run producer in the middle of the order rather than second. But I know a lot of people have different sides of that. Number two, even though his stat line isn't blow you away, I think Cabrera's brought a certain spunk. He's got some spunk to him. I totally agree with that, Matthew. Listen, it beats Aaron Hicks and Marlon Gonzalez, does it not? Absolutely. And, and you know, he's one of these guys, I think he's got a lot of intangibles where, you know, on a game he's not hitting, he'll make a great play in the field. I could see this guy in a playoff game coming up with a big hit. Can't you just see it? Totally agree. Totally agree, Matthew. And listen, there's opportunities for him for the time being. Until Carpenter comes back, there is absolutely opportunities for a guy like Cabrera. And listen, if Donaldson doesn't hit, I have no problem with him playing third base. Yeah, let me tell you something. Carpenter coming back is the sort of thing that could put Donaldson or Torres on the bench, which to me is something that needs to happen. 
But Cabrera, I like the spunk. Don't know if he's going to hit enough, but I like the spunk. All right, let's head to uh, Bradley, who joins us. Bradley, what's up, pal? JJ, how about the New York Yankees? Tremendous. That, that's the team I saw for the first three months of the year. That's what's up. I had flashbacks to early in the year. And you know what? Let, let's let's give some credit to Montas. You said yesterday, JJ, you said that he had to give up no more than maybe three or less uh, runs this game. He did exactly just that. Got into some trouble there in the first two innings. But that was very, very encouraging what I saw from Montas. Yeah, and he's got to build on it. Listen, it wasn't perfect. He, he struggled in the first inning. He struggled in the second inning. But he made big pitches. You know, you can't have it both ways, Bradley, because sometimes you're running a bad walk, and we say, oh, you got to find a way to pitch through it. Well, he maybe got fortunate. Alonzo popping up 3-1, getting that nifty double play, but he settled into the game. Now, was it perfect, but it's a step in the right direction for Montez. Definitely, without question. And, you know, let's give some credit to Oswaldo Cabrera. I mean, that gun down at home plate, the, the preventing that second run from scoring early in the game, keeping it through the one. I, I really love what I've seen from Oswaldo Cabrera so far since he's been up here. Probably he's a nice little player. Now, I don't know what kind of offensive skill he has, you know, if we're talking about him every day down the road as a utility, energy, jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. He can play a variety of different positions. I don't think his defense is problematic by any means. You could tell the Yankee fans falling in love with Oswaldo Cabrera a little bit. This happens. This happens with younger players. It happens all the time. Andrew, up next. What's up, Andrew? How we doing? Hey, JJ. Andrew, what's up, pal? What's shaking, man? Not much. Two things. Can we talk about how much of a big dumb animal Pete is? Breaks the bat over his leg, gets lost. Hey, pal, can you be a little more athletic? He looks like a small school linebacker playing in the state all-star game, and he just gets absolutely beaten covered by some speed out of the backfield. That's number one. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to kill Alonzo's physique when he's hitting the way he's hitting this year. You know what I mean, Andrew? Like, the guy's just been an absolute beast. Uh, he's never going to look like an Adonis. Let's put it that way. And yeah, you want to tell me down the road, weight could be a concern for him. Yeah. You're going to have to live with him at that weight though. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I do know what you mean. Second thing, Ben Intendi, I mean, looks like a ball player, runs the bags well, jersey's always dirty, sneaky, handsome. I mean, whoo. Andrew, he's the perfect guy to add to this team. We give Cashman a lot of shit. Ben Intendi was the perfect guy to add to this team. I'm glad they were smart enough to realize it. Balls are coming in hot and heavy. Let's head to, all right, we're going to try this again with Mike. Mike, let's see if you're off that speaker. Buddy. Can you hear me? Much better. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> so I had, um, I'm going to answer your question about the Grom. All right. Because I know you asked it before. I'm not bothered by it. I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to treat him like with kid gloves right now. 75 pitches. I get it. I, I got to respectfully disagree with Kenny. I know you want to try and win ball games. I get it. You also want to try and get Tywan Walker in there too. Um, he hasn't pitched in a while. So the fact he went five innings and only gave up two runs, that actually was a positive for me tonight. It could have been a hell of a lot worse, but I understand where the Mets are coming from right now, trying to manage the bullpen. They had a long road trip. They had that doubleheader in Philly. Maybe they looked a little bit gassed. That shouldn't be an excuse. I, you know, they fought back in that ninth inning. I was like clinging onto my nails at the end. I mean, you and everybody else, Mike. I mean, I felt the same way when I see Clark Schmidt getting yanked after having three guys down to their final strike. Can't put them away. And Peralta, listen, balls, bottom line, a lot of balls from Peralta to make that pitch to Lindor. Absolutely. And you know what? 
I, and I was listening to your pod from Sunday with Doug. And, um, I mean, you guys hit it on the head, you know, regarding Aaron Boone. This last month has not been on him. And you know what? I, it's funny because my friends and I are joking about, come on, my friends, Yankee fans, we were joking about the slap on the table. And you know what? It could, is it genuine? I don't know, but it seemed to awaken the fuck this team. Hey, listen, Mike, and I thought it was kind of phony, and I kind of thought it was insincere, to be perfectly honest. But hey, Yankees at 3-0 since. And the problem for the Mets now, you got to keep winning games, man. And I think you'll be fine. September schedule soft. Braves are not going anywhere, dude. They are not going anywhere. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. And you know what? They're a damn good team. I mean, you know, it just sucks because, you know, you think, Oh yeah, you you know you got seventy seven wins or plus, you know, and you're only two games up in the division now. It's like you got to win baseball games. I mean, they got a series against Colorado, four game set coming up now. You know, hopefully that'll help. You know what I mean? Take three or four. You nailed it, Mike. Listen, this should be a ready made to order series for the Mets. I don't want to hear about letdown. I don't want to hear about any of that. Three out of four. Let's head to Eric, who's up next. Eric, what's up, buddy? JJ, tonight had all the makings of a collapse that we've seen the last couple of days, and. You mentioned Wandy. That dude's got balls that fit in wheelbarrows because he is clearly uh, top of the trust tree right now from that bullpen. See, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. I would put Marinaccio ahead of him, but I've seen Peralta. I know he's blown up in a couple of games this year. That Freddie Freeman game last year told me all I needed to know about Peralta in a big spot. He's not going to be afraid. He's not going to be afraid. And he wasn't afraid at all going at Lindor today. you love seeing that. No, absolutely. And, you know, Lindor was jawing with Rizzo the other day, so there was a little bit of, you know, could he come out and, and find a way to kill us and stick it in our face? But I think that was a really big win, and now we just we need to see more of it. Uh, you know, two wins against the Mets, you want to win those games. But moving forward, you know, is this is this the page where we really turn it on? You know, Judge getting out of the slump, Ben Benintendi, we knew this was eventually going to happen. I had no doubt that he was going to find a way to – snap out of that cold streak and come up with some big hits. No doubt. And listen, now you got a West Coast trip that's favorable. The A's stink. The Angels stink. Time to go win some ball games. Enough is enough. Let's head to Charlie Elmhurst, the great Charlie. Hey, JJ, can you hear me? I got you, Charlie. At Giddy Yankee Stadium, I'm sure, my man. Oh, yes, but my goodness, JJ, I just don't want to deal with this. Like, thank goodness it's over. And this is a pick-me-up series uh, win, two games over the, the Crosstown Mets. And, yeah, coming off on Sunday, and they're on three in a row. And, yeah, salvaged uh, what would have been a disaster road trip. To, I mean, excuse me, home sent to uh, win three games or so at the West Coast. And, like, on the positive side, like, Ben Intendi, this is the guy, what I saw from the Red Sox, from, like, days with the Red Sox, like, just love this guy. I know it was a matter of time he gets going. And Montas today, it was a good. It was a good start. Despite you know he was in trouble, but got out, made made some good pitches, and get out of it. And on the negative side, JJ, I cannot stand this idiot bubblegum ass manager, Yankee manager. Like what the? I mean, eighth inning, Clark Schmidt. See, you know what, Charlie? Let's be fair on this. It worked out in the eighth inning. Clark Schmidt made big pitches. I tweeted about this. I'm glad you brought it up. He should have had somebody warming up. That was a mistake. He should have had somebody warming up. That's the critique. But hey, Clark Schmidt made him look good. And you know who else made him look good? Peralta by getting out. Went door the way that he did. 
So sometimes you got to give the guy credit. I ain't doing it, but I got to. Justin Floral Park, buddy. Long time no speak. How are you? Yay, what's going on, brother? Justin, all's good, man. Thank God they got this uh, two games. Hopefully now with the schedule getting a little lighter, Oakland and the Angels, they can uh, pretty much wrap up this American League East. But they got to get some reinforcements back, JJ, because this bullpen scares the shit out of me, man. Yeah, right now it's a puzzle. I mean, it's a who's who trying to figure out who's in, who's out. I have no idea. Like, how is Chapman not even, like, in the discussion? It's well, it, it just goes to show you, Justin, how pathetic the Yankees think he is at the moment. Do you blame him? I mean, I don't understand why this guy's on the team then. Well, listen, he won't be next year. He is completely lost. I know Boone was asked about it after the game. Can you pitch him in high leverage situations? Bah, bah, bah. You can't, dude. You can't until I see otherwise. And I'll be honest, Justin. Marinaccio and Schmidt and Trevino. And and whoever, Peralta, I trust those guys more than Chapman. I do. I agree. Um, and then, you know, maybe you get something from Britain in, in September and see if we can maybe. Britain and they got to get Holmes back on track, Justin. They need that version of Holmes. They need it. The good news for them, though, and I'm going to keep stressing this, teams figure it out with bullpens. It happens a lot. They figure it out. Let's try this again with the great Mark in Kings Park. Mark, you got me, buddy. What's up, man? I can... There we go. All's good. No need to apologize. Get right to it, sir. Hey, so I got to tell you, man, with all due respect, I'm so happy that Mets are running back home because Yankee Stadium is such a shithole. Well, you didn't enjoy it. All right. Well, what can I tell you? It's not the old place. It's not the old place. I mean, like you you spent, what, a billion dollars to make the exact same stadium and concrete for concrete? I mean, geez. Could have been better. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Anyway. Um, yeah, like I got to say, man, that, um, I, you know, you know that I'm not a Yankee fan in the least bit, but not going to make any excuses. The Yankees were the better team. Uh, Mets didn't deserve to win. They left a ton of guys on base, but this Yankee team is not impressive. The Mets played about as bad as they could play. And quite frankly, if we played like we are capable of playing, I, I think it's a much different series. Yeah, I get that more. But listen, the Yankees are playing without Stanton. The Yankee bullpen is compromised. The games are what they are. You know what I mean? They are what they are, and the Mets didn't do the job. I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear about Sunday in Philly. They didn't play well enough to win. Case closed. I agree 100%. I'm not making any excuses. There are no excuses. Um, and I got to say that, um, I mean, like with the Mets, I have no problem with them not pitching the ground. Oh, no problem. No problem. How can you have a problem? You got to be thinking bigger picture if you're the Mets. And Mark, you get two extra days now with the ground. Two. Well, I also like separating out um, Scherzer and LeBron from each other, not pitching them back-to-back. Because um, I, I like the fact that, I mean, you also have DeGrom now pitching versus the, you know, versus the Dodgers, which I also like. Um, so to me, look, you got to get Walker in. I think I think as Mike from Mastic said it, um, totally, totally agree with him. Zero problems with that. Um, and Walker's been good for us this year too. Um, so it's not like we're pitching, you know, some schlep pitcher. So, um, but I, I got to disagree with you a little bit about Alonzo. Um, Alonzo just looks completely uncomfortable. Like, he never looks sure out there. He is good picking and scooping balls up at first base. But the problem is that the Mets can't gauge him because they don't have anyone that can really play first base. No, they don't have a first baseman on the roster. You're not putting Vogel back there. You're not putting Ruff there. He's the first baseman. He's the first baseman. That, that's my point, Mark. Listen, I'm not telling you that he's a gold glove first baseman. My point is, it's not to a point now with Alonzo where I'm yanking him out of games and he's a defensive replacement and on and on we go. That's not going to be the case. Got to deal with it. 
All right, got to take two more, and then I got to do TV. Andy in the Bronx. Andy! Hey, JJ. Glorious win tonight. Uh, first of all, Mark, uh, calm down. Take the L, my friend. The Yankees, uh, you know, you went against Montas and Clark Schmidt and got two runs, and we got one run because uh, Bonehead over there didn't know what he was doing. But anyway, uh, we three in a row, super happy. But one guy I want to give props to, JJ, is, is Aaron Judge, man. Played like a fucking MVP. So proud of him. I mean, two big home runs in two games when this team needs it. It was just a, it's just a glorious day, couple of days for Judge. I'm just happy, like I said, watching him play like an MVP, not just the home run, the base hit to get the run, you know, next to run. I'm just super impressed by Judge the last two games. Andy, pay him, pay him every last dollar, bro. Appreciate it as always. Every last dollar for Aaron Judge. And that was a big hit in the seventh inning after the Benintendi hit. Big hit and loomed large there in that ninth inning. Last one, the great Jeff Money. Money. Congrats, buddy. Congrats. Hey, listen, had the Yankees again tonight. Minus 130. You know, I locked that in early. Good for you. Good for you. I didn't even touch that game. I didn't touch that game at all. You know, I only took the Dodgers, and they're up 4 nothing right now. You know, especially after losing one nothing yesterday. I loved that, so I knew they would come back strong for today. And if you notice, during this time of year, a lot of the good teams, the lines are skyrocket. So I'm not going to lay, you know, 200 and 191. That's why you got to look for other matchups. So I came up with for tomorrow. It's not. It's not no playoff team, but I like the D-backs, believe it or not, uh, minus the 120 over the Royals for tomorrow. And are you doing a Thursday? We're going to do a Thursday pod. We will have, Jeff Money, a Thursday pod. It's going to be late after Stanton's return. Yankees on the West Coast against the A's. So it'll be a late Thursday pod. And a final thought, Kevin Durant coming back. You know what I say? Good. Good for the Net fan. They get to be delusional thinking that they're going to have a championship team next year. I can't wait for the next to still not finish in the top four and still not sniff the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, what a disgrace. I mean, what a waste of everybody's time. A total dog and pony nonsensical show with Kevin Durant coming back. So, is what it is. JJ, this was so much fun. I'm signing off. We got a pod coming up on Thursday. Get the voicemails my way and react to that New York Top 15 list. We're going to put that up on Twitter tomorrow. Start thinking about that. Voicemails. I want to hear them. Come Thursday, 917-382-1151. You guys were terrific. Good work by Stefan. Enjoyed the Subway Series. The Empire Strikes Back. Be good, everybody.